Hello everybody, this is Chris from CSS Tricks with video screencast number 73. This is number three of a three-part series. Part one, we started with a blank canvas in Photoshop and just from scratch we designed a website for my friend Kylin who uh, needed a website. I've been working on this website for a number of years. It was actually a redesign, so that's where we went in part two. We took that design from Photoshop, again, from scratch, and wrote HTML and CSS to go with it. So that's where we are right now, is we have a working HTML and CSS model. I, it's in this folder called Conversion. So if I, make a, uh, if I open up Firefox here, let me make a new tab and kind of remind us where we were. If I drag this index.html file on here, that's kind of where we ended up was this... Uh, was this design that matches our Photoshop file. So it had this navigation over here and the frillies, remember those, and the titles and the uh, uh, scrolling. We went all through this. This is where we have, we're going to take this, which now exists as just HTML and CSS, and make it into a WordPress-powered site. So we're going to have to do a little bit of background first to set the stage, I guess. So let me just close this temporarily. What I wanted to do is I'm, I decided that to not go commando today and not work directly on Kylin's site because this is, you know, if you go there right now, kylinyoung.com, it's up and it's a functioning working website with this final real design. This was a real project. Uh, I decided not to, you know, go through the hour of basically downtime or weirdness if people were going to a site. I'm like, let's develop this somewhere else for during the screencast. I like to work live on servers. You can work locally, but this isn't the time or place to discuss that really. So anyway, I decided I want to work real live on a server. So I went to WordPress.org and I downloaded the latest copy, WordPress 2.8.4 as of today. So I downloaded that to my desktop, and I decided that I'm going to work on a subdomain of CSS Tricks because I already have that domain name. It's pretty easy to pop in and create a new subdomain. I happen to be using Plesk on Media Temple, so I just kind of selected the domain and said create new subdomain. It creates a new folder when I log in via FTP, and then that's just the stuff. So I, I downloaded WordPress, and I uploaded all the WordPress files to... So I'm logged in here with Coda via FTP, and I uploaded. This is These are all the files that you get from WordPress. And I went through the real quick installation process, and that's how I got to here. So I'm at the subdomain. I'm in the back end of WordPress looking at the dashboard. Uh, but you'll also notice that there's already some posts and pages and stuff going on here. How I did that was I went to the realkylinyoung.com into the back end of its WordPress, and I went to Tools, Export, and I exported this XML file, which is all of the content from that site. I took that XML file, which is probably still sitting on my desktop, right here. And you don't need any more, so I'll just throw it away. Uh, it might, it's kind of good backup, but whatever. The point is I've already done it, so I don't need any more. I went then to Tools, Import, selected the WordPress option at the bottom, browsed and found that file, and uploaded it. You have a limit, you see, of 2 megabytes, so it's not going to work with really big sites. If you were trying to do this with a really big site, your best bet would then be to to uh, uh, 
totally copy the database from one server to the other, you know, change the name of the database, whatever, hook it up to the old one, kind of do that from the command line so you don't have any file size restrictions, that kind of thing. But because this is a small site with relatively low amount of content, this little export import thing worked out really well. So here's the back end of WordPress, and this is a good opportunity to see what happened, well, how this whole thing started out is uh, Kylan's site has been around for a long time, since 2007 sometime when we first did it, and the first ever design I ever did for him, I basically altered the default theme. It was drastically different than the default theme, but I never ended up changing that folder name, and then, you know, the future down the line, I, I you know, uh, I always manually upgraded WordPress, but when 2.7 or whatever came along and you could automatically upgrade WordPress, I just did that, I just clicked, oh sure, automatically upgraded, it overwrote that default folder. So let's go look and see what that means. When we're theming WordPress, we're in the WP Content folder, Themes folder, and that comes with two themes, Classic and Default, both equally ugly, but uh, Default is the one that's active um, normally. And so there's all these files that create the theme that you look at. That, got, that was all customized to Kai Lin's theme. Only it got overwritten when I over when I upgraded WordPress, and it turned into basically this. So if I click this, we'll go to the homepage. That's what the default WordPress theme looks like, and I was like, oh, crap. I just overwrote his whole theme. So I was like, well, we're redesigning anyway, right? So let's just leave it like that for a minute and 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 start this whole journey of redesigning the site so just so you know what we're not going to do while well, as we do this is just alter those default theme files we're going to create a new theme and a new folder that we're going to name so how do you start doing that well way back when um what is this so th this is the the file that we're looking at right way back when i used to uh tell you to use this and I'm still telling you to use this this is Elliot J stock starkers theme which is the completely naked theme for WordPress you download this and you activate this theme and it is absolutely barren it looks like there's no styling at all applied to the theme that's intentional that's how it's supposed to look it's supposed to be a starter theme with all styles and stuff ripped away so that you can kind of start from scratch and creating a theme but it has all the different files and structure and stuff that a theme needs in order to work so definitely just go to elliotjstocks.com slash starkers and grab that uh, uh, let me prepare something just two secs So click the button to download that. What I've done, I just went and prepared is that uh, actually, you know, as much as I like Starkers, uh, there are still some things that, that I would change. And so what I've kind of done is prepared a, a, a folder, a blank theme that's just kind of more to my liking. Watch as I, uh, this is actually cool too. Look at that, look at how you, when you scroll the browser, it's got the cool moving background thing. Oh, just attention to detail from Elliot on that. Isn't that nice? Um, so here, here is that on my desktop. Let me go like this and look at that. This is going to be a little different than Starkers, which has some other folders and stuff in here. Uh, I'm probably not going to provide this just because, again, it's just a thing that's just personal to me. It's just set up how I kind of like it. Um, what I think you should do if you want to have your own blank WordPress theme available, if you do... 
a good amount of WordPress theming is to to grab Starkers and just go through it and just remove stuff you don't like, add stuff that you do like, whatever, and have your own blank WordPress theme. So that's what this is. I even have a file in here, screenshot.png, where I dropped in a picture of Kylin in there. So because I ultimately know what we're doing here is going to make Kylin theme. It doesn't matter what this folder is called, just name it something uh, that isn't default or classic uh, that you can ultimately upload to your themes folder. So again, we're at the root and then there's WP content and the themes folder. I'm going to upload what just was that blank WordPress theme is now called Kylin theme into the themes folder and we can watch it upload there for just a second. Uh, uh, the other thing I'm going to do, I'm trying to decide whether we should just drop these all in in one big pile or or what is apply a few plugins. But let's first of all let's uh, let's um, go back into the dashboard of WordPress and go under one more thing we're going to do first. Jumping all around, kind of winging it as usual. I'm going to open the style.css file, which should have some. Uh, in this case, it doesn't. A lot of times at the top of these files, the CSS file is a chance that you have to kind of brand this theme. And there's some standardized set of comments you can put up here that WordPress will recognize and populate the appearance area. Uh, we'll just call this Kylan theme up here. So WordPress probably won't see anything. But if I go to appearance now, uh, just along the left in here in WordPress, that new theme will pop up, Kylin theme by anonymous. See, it says anonymous there. There's a few WordPress custom tags that you can throw up there that would give you the the proper uh, name here, and it allows you to fill out this text. You know, not a big deal. But if you're making a theme kind of for public consumption, you would want to do that. So if I just click on it, it will pop up a preview of what this theme is going to look like. Look at that, absolutely nothing. It's like there's no styling applied at all, which of course there isn't. You just saw the CSS file. All it had in it was a star selector reset. So this is what this file will look like with absolutely no styling at all. We're going to activate that. Now this isn't a live site, so nothing to worry about. But if we then go to the real home page, that is indeed what the web page looks like. Nothing. Wow. But there is content there that's coming from basically the, the stuff that we imported from the old site. There's some blog posts here that, that, that Kylan has written. Those are getting populated because of this theme that we then activated. I know this is kind of a weird tangent, but uh, so here's the index.php file, which is generally kind of in charge of displaying the post for a home page. So this is kind of the file that goes through the WordPress loop and outputs the content. So we're going to get to all this stuff, not to overwhelm you all of a sudden, but uh, there's a reason that content was showing up even with this blank theme. It's because uh, this is just kind of a generic theme that's built to output content that exists in the back end of WordPress. So that's kind of what's going on here. Uh, so what we're going to do is, is, is take the HTML and CSS that we already have written and, and foot it into these theme files. That the, these are the files we need to create our theme. So we're kind of going to be working uh, kind of in two things at once, I guess. So we should open the conversion, and then we have these files. See, right now, everything is in index.html, but really, 
um, that's going to get broken apart into different pieces as we create this theme. So let's open this in something like TextMate. <clears throat> different, two different editors. We wouldn't necessarily have to do it this way, but whatever. It seems to work. Let's go up to the top and look at our doc type and and our title and our where we link to our style sheet. Remember, we pulled in some jQuery. Then we open the body, have all the content going on, the navigation, the content, and then we close out the body in HTML. Well, how is that going to work in a WordPress theme? We kind of have to think about the different content that takes place on a WordPress theme. Uh, we have on, on Kyla and Sidey blogs. So that's what we're looking at here is just uh, by default the, the index page just shows recent blog entries. So that's what's going on here is just a number of recent blog entries that Kylan has written. And that's about it, I guess. Uh, but, but, but when we click on this, where does it go? It goes to a page that's just this blog post. So already we're looking at two different types of pages. We're looking at a home page that lists recent blog posts, and we're looking at a single page which lists one blog post. But then there's all this other content too. What about a contact page and the biography page and all the stuff that we set up here? Because blog posts don't have nearly as a prominent of a thing with this design. Remember, a blog post just it's going to list the most recent one down here. That's all it's going to do. When you click on it, it is going to go to a, a single page where it displays the whole content of that blog post. But mostly, we're having a, a a home page that's just kind of a page, kind of more static content. When we have all this content over here, that's really just static content. All this information is going to end up being pages in WordPress. So. Let's take a look at what that looks like in the admin area. All this content already exists. So we're actually already on pages right now. If you click on pages on the left, there's all this, this content, uh, biography, blog, contact, homepage, merchandise, photos. You recognize that stuff? That stuff is this stuff. So we already have pages already set up for that stuff. Uh, uh, and then and then posts are different than pages they kind of they go out to the RSS feed they're part of the the, the chronology they're you know more diary like or whatever there's all these things too okay 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 so we know that what what's going on on this home page isn't what we want we don't want it to just be spitting out uh, a blog post like that so let's kind of stop that we're, we're gonna create a, a home page now this may already exist. Wow. I'm trying to make this as hopefully least confusing as possible. What I'm trying to do is have a back end and a front end open at the same time here so I can toggle back and forth between them. There's a page already in our pages called home page. So one thing that we can do within our settings is go settings uh, reading I think it's under we can say a front page displays a static page and that will set to home page so now we just have a page of static content that's going to be shown on the home page and indeed our post page will be well, we already set up a page for that we'll call it blog so this is just a lot of setup let me hit save and I'll go back to the home page again and now it's just gonna display content from the home page and not those blog posts so you see what happened there pretty much uh, it has this, you know, the stuff from the home page, which we can 
look in on by just clicking on home page and seeing that content. If we just click HTML, there'll be the H3 tag for our upcoming event and the image that we've dropped in and that featured track with all this flash stuff. Um, this is all just content that came over from the old site. So we're just kind of working around it. We're not touching much of the internal content. What we're going to be doing is theming and kind of skinning the outside of the site. So yes, we do want to navigate away from that. I don't want to change any content in here. We're just working on the outside. So why is this so drastically different looking just from changing that one option? Well, it's because it's not using the index.php file anymore. Because homepage is a page, it's now using the page.php file, which is going to look really super similar when it opens here. Uh, it doesn't uh, it doesn't have next and previous links because when you're on a page it's more like static content it's not going back and forward in time like you would think on a blog it's just styled up a little differently it doesn't have that but it still you know gets the sidebar and gets the title and the content and stuff just like a blog post does it doesn't have the time and the author because it's just not as it's not as important who wrote the biography you know that type of thing so it's missing some things but it's essentially kind of the same deal notice both of these files do use the git sidebar function which pulls in the sidebar.php file which is probably empty or it just has an empty div inside of it so uh, despite it using that function we don't see a sidebar here because there isn't anything in there so it makes perfect sense right so that's the git sidebar function, but of course at the top it uses git header and at the bottom it gets git, git footer. Just like the git sidebar function, the header grabs the header.php file and the footer grabs the footer.php file. <clears throat> so can you kind of guess what we're going to do? We're going to start, these things are kind of already chunked apart for us, modularized. We're going to start grabbing stuff from our index PHP or you know our, our index file that we created last screencast and putting the appropriate parts where they need to go. See, this is this this is what I was kind of trying to get rid of. And Starkers has all that commenting stuff all over these files that I just don't find necessary. So, index file. This is the the head and the doc type and stuff from ours. Let's put it where it needs to go in the theme. But we don't want to just copy and paste because there's some dynamic things going on here that we probably want to keep around. So this doc type we're using uh, XHTML 1.0 transitional. That's what it's using here too. Only it pulls in the language attributes from WordPress. That's fine. We don't need to touch that. Then the head and all this stuff. I kind of like working flush left with this stuff. Um, let's just see what we're looking at here. Title, style sheets, comment replying. I already know that what this is doing is it will load a special JavaScript file for when you have comment replies uh, ready to go. And I know that we don't even use commenting on Kylan's site, so that can go. Uh, what else is going on here? There's the title of the site we put statically as Kylan Young. The title here is doing some more fancy stuff. So we're going to leave that for now because it's going to, uh, instead of you know the title being static and just saying Kylan Young on every single site, because I should have been more clear about this, this header file is used on every single page of the site. 
So on, a, on Kylan's biography page, this header.php file is going to be used. On his tour dates page, this header.php file is going to be used. Every single page on the site uses this same header file. So we're putting stuff in here that's just common to all pages. This is what makes it easier when we come along later and need to redesign the site because there's just these these few files that we need to change. It's not like, oh, I need to load a new CSS file. I guess I'm going to have to open up 100 HTML pages and add that extra CSS file. No, that this file is commonly used on all the pages and we can just add it here once and we have a link to that extra CSS file should we need it. Just a random example. So we have a pingback URL, that's fine, that's a WordPress specific thing. Now we're loading the style sheet and it's loading it from this and then it uses this PHP function style sheet URL. All that's doing is providing a link that goes right to here, right to our style.css file that's already a part of this theme. So it's, 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 um, it's dynamic stuff like that that you're going to want to keep around. You wouldn't want to hard code a value into here because if the domain name were to change down the road or it's you know you put it this theme ends up in a subdirectory somewhere something like that uh, that URL might change but if it's left as a dynamic function like this it won't change so it'll be fine so don't uh, copy and paste like like okay here's the top of my theme copy paste into here because you'll lose this dynamic stuff that's already going on that's a part of WordPress so there's a few other things. The WP head hook, it's just a hook. It's just generic. It doesn't really do anything, but you'll notice that uh, um, what happens in this theme is things get placed there. This is like telling WordPress, this is where the head of my document is. So, so, so have plugins know that, have it know that, so things can get added in there. Um, that's worth looking at really quickly. Uh, if we kind of reload the page here and we uh, view source, we can see that look at all this stuff in the head section that isn't in our theme. All this stuff is getting a, a kind of appended via that WordPress hook, that WP head hook. There's one of those down in the footer too, uh, and it's used for plugins and WordPress itself to just kind of insert stuff because it uh, it's telling uh, telling our theme where that where the head section is. Body class is the same kind of thing. You know we're kind of a uh, going on a little bit of a tangent here but it's kind of a just an extra thing that applies a bunch of class names to the body uh, uh, for various purposes like if you're on a page it will tell you what page template you're on so that in your CSS you can know that and kind of apply styling just for that page it's kind of a neat little thing that's relatively new to the WordPress world so what else is going on here? We need to load jQuery and we need to load our custom script. So that's two things we haven't yet accomplished in this head section that we need to get accomplished. So let's kind of minimize out here and get in here. Uh, <clears throat> we're going to need a JavaScript folder. Let's create a new folder right in our theme. Call it JS for JavaScript and we'll upload our custom script into it. So we need to get it linked to we're going to do it underneath the WP head call, and I'll show you why in just a minute. So, script type is text JavaScript, and the source of it is going to be what? We'll do that in a second. We'll close this out. We can use this stylesheet URL, but we're not going to use stylesheet URL because that's going to go right to the stylesheet. We're going to use template URL. 
which isn't going to be a complete file path, then we're going to go slash, we got an extra quote here, it looks like, slash js slash kylin.js. So let's save that and see if it uh, uh, worked properly. Whoops. Whoops, whoops. We'll reload the page and again we'll view source and see that indeed it, w it is loading our script right here. We can actually click on it to have it load that up. So that's working fine, although of course it's, it requires jQuery to be loaded before it for it to do anything properly. How do we load jQuery? We could do the same kind of thing and load our own copy of jQuery, but this is one of these things in WordPress that uh, probably shouldn't do. While we're on digging into WordPress over here, let me just uh, dig through our archives for a second. Let me go to the JavaScript category. I have an article that I posted here about using Google-hosted JavaScript library still the right way. Uh, I have this little bit of code here that we're, we're going to end up dropping in our functions.php file as part of our theme that will load jQuery from Google. It's just a faster way to load it uh, that might already be in people's cache and stuff like that. Uh, we'll check this out. If we go into Coda and I open up our functions.php file, which shouldn't have a whole lot in it. Uh, yeah, that's fine. And paste this in here and hit save. It's going to use because it's uh, it's enqueued this script, and we've said that uh, the jQuery script comes from this location and all that. If I hit save now and I reload our page out here, and I view source again, we can see hopefully that see right here it is now loaded jQuery right in the middle of that big mess of stuff that comes in because of that WP head call that hook now this is getting loaded so now this JavaScript file will be fine because it depends on jQuery and jQuery is now loaded so we've accomplished everything uh, uh, up to about here in our HTML file. So now things will start getting a little bit more interesting. Um, the CSS file, we can just kind of copy and paste what's going on there. We've already written that part. So let's just kind of copy all of this and we'll paste it into our CSS file over here. Let's start like that. Paste and we'll get rid of this and leave Kylan theme because that makes a little bit more sense. We save. Now just that alone, we'll start seeing some stuff going on. This way. It'll probably look like a big mess, but at least it'll start to resemble what's going on on our website, of course. Okay, more work to do, of course, though. We have this page wrap. We have this main content area that opens up. We're going to have to figure out where those HTML things belong and where these closing ones belong. Now, the question kind of is how much of it can we get away with keeping in that header.html file? Um, and how are we going to do it? I think what we'll end up doing is just putting the page wrap in there. So let's copy that. I'll go into the header.php file and I'm going to kind of get rid of this stuff. We'll, we'll put that back in there if we need it. We'll open up the page wrap. I'll hit save, and that's as far as we're going to make the header go on. So in the footer, we're going to have to remember to close that div out before we close the other two, the, the body and the HTML element. 
So if we hit save there, now we got everything in our theme wrapped up. So <laughs> now we just have to deal with this stuff. That's the last thing. Okay, so, and we already know that about this much of it comes from what's already inside WordPress because that stuff we intend to be editable through WordPress. So we have this uh, this div of main content that needs to wrap, but that's going to go uh, in here. So, okay, we get header, we get sidebar, we get footer. We've already seen this stuff, right? So what else is going on here? We need to get this in here, this main content div. So let's put that in there right there. We'll wrap the rest of this stuff that's already going on. I feel like I'm, I might be losing a few of you here. It's kind of getting a little weird, but uh, hopefully you can kind of follow what I'm going on here. Um, so this is the index.php file, though, in which I got a little ahead of myself. Remember, the home page uses the page template. So we're going to do the same thing over here. Let's save that, and now let's kind of see what's going on. Let's just let's check our progress. Good thing to do once in a while here. Good progress. A lot of stuff going on. Good, although we know that we we don't want it to say home page up here. It's pulling the title of the actual page itself. And in general, I think we, we're going to be responsible for doing that in the content of the post itself. We might have two different page templates, one that shows the title and one that doesn't, but for now, if we don't want to see that title, let's just get rid of it. Gone. Save and you'll see now that it's just not there anymore. That's cool. One thing I'm noticing there is where's our image? Where's our big Kylin dude over here? So what's what's uh, what's going on there? Um, where he came in, if you remember from last week, is in the style.css folder. In the where did he get applied? Probably just to the body, right? Uh, it's doing this dot dot dash thing, which is just kind of how it was set up before, but that's not the case anymore. Let's see. Let's do another search. A uh, search this whole document for dot dot dash. That's the only one, I guess. So if we save that, that file path should be correct, and he should drop in there. I hope. Well, we're going to have to upload the images for them to be there, right? I guess they're probably not in there. Uh, we're going to have to make a new folder in our theme for images, because that's where it's going to look for all these images. Let's put them in there. So as soon as they're done uploading, we'll, up, we'll, we'll reload the page again and see... <laughs> Come on, there he is, cool. Although we don't have our title, so where's what's going on with that? How did we get that? Um, oh, that's right, we kind of put them down here because they're, they're kind of like less important than actual vital content of the thing. The, these two things are going to be consistent on every single page, right? So let's copy them and go into our theme, and we'll put them in the footer, because that's kind of where we were thinking, right on the bottom, right? And they were inside the page wrap, so I'll put them here. But how do we deal, now this is a little different than the CSS, how do we get the proper 
file path. We're going to do it in the same way as in the header when we were linking to our custom script. So this is how we can get a URL that's going to work properly. We'll just drop that in there, put a slash after it, drop that in there, put a slash after it. That way it's going to be able to find this images folder where these um, um, files actually exist. So let's hit save and see how we're doing there. That should deal with our header. Yes, and our callout over here working just nicely there. So what about our sidebar then? Well, here's the, all the code for our sidebar. Let me just copy it. And I'll go over to our theme and to our sidebar file that we already looked at that was empty. Well, let's fill it out. Drop that stuff in there and hit save. Reload. And that's going to get our... Ooh. I hope so. Oh, yeah. So that's going now. But this stuff is all hard-coded, remember. So we're going to have to uh, get a little smarter here. And then, remember, look at this uh, code. It's just, it's just hard-coded. That's no good. We know that these pages exist in the back end of WordPress. And to do the proper kind of dynamic thing, we're going to use some WordPress functions to output that stuff. So let me see if my brain can do this from total scratch. Oops, uh, the, 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 the unordered list is fine because we're going to need that. What this function is going to output ultimately, and what I'm talking about is WP list pages. Let's see, and we're going to pass it, well, let's just pass it a query string of things to do. One of the things I know we're going to want to do is set the title to nothing. Maybe that's it, actually. Let's see what happens there. If we didn't put that there, it would put this weird like title and all the things would be a sub-list item of this list item. Let's just hit save and see how that goes. Now, this might not look like a big drastic change. Uh, it did a bit because... Uh, um, so this is completely dynamically generated now. Let's take a look. We'll, we'll, we'll go to page and we'll uh, say new page and I'll call it test and I'll hit publish and we go back to the page now now this is a dynamic page list so our, our, our test thing is already there boom test now it loads the page test which doesn't have any content at all so what's happening there kind of makes sense right um yes it does but we don't need that page so let's make sure that we delete it but there's also a couple of things going on in that list uh, so that test went away so let's click on to something else now, biography or whatever. We know that there's a few things in this list that we don't necessarily need. Well, we don't need home page because home page is just you be, should be able to click on this and go to your home page instantly. That's no big deal. And we don't need blog because this will get you to the blog. So there's a few things that we want to exclude. So that's kind of how in, in the WP list pages function, we can do that. We can type and exclude equals, and I think we can give it a comma separated list of ID values of pages to exclude. So if we're in here, we can say the home page. And now look at the bottom of my browser window where it uh, kind of changes the link when I roll over these. You can see at the bottom of that URL it says 160. I kind of wish there's a better way to find these things, but 160 and for blog it's 168. So let's go over here and try this. 160 comma 
168. And those two should disappear from our list of navigation. And indeed they did. So that's kind of how you can exclude pages. You can build a, a page where you only include certain ones. Now why would you do that and not uh, just hard code a few links? Well, it does some cool things. If I firebug over this, for one thing, uh, we can see now that we're on biography, it adds a bunch of class names to these things, which is nice for, uh, it's standardized, so you can, for, you know, dealing with uh, uh, CSS, you can style these in different ways, but the big kind of cool one is that it applies a class name of current page item, which is nice. Remember last week we did, uh, we did current navigation highlighting, and now we can use that CSS class to accomplish essentially the same thing, and uh, so let's do that. Uh, look in the CSS, and what did we do last time? We we um, we said dot cur. That was the class name that we applied uh, for current navigation highlighting. Well, that's changed because we're using this new WordPress function. It's really called current page item now. So hopefully, if we just change that class name and save it in reload, we'll have that functionality already going instantaneously. <clears throat> And indeed we do. Isn't that nice? Although, I noticed that it's kind of riding up higher. Didn't we push that down at one time? I'd like to push that down at least like, I don't know, 25 pixels or something to... Hmm. So that it connects properly. That should work. And there's still a little like, yeah, that works fine for me. So if we go onto the contact page now, that's all we have to do or tour dates or whatever it'll 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 have that current navigation thing going on so gosh we're doing pretty good here already aren't we that's working out just nicely so how are we going to deal with though that 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 um the current blog item what's the best way to do that i'm kind of trying to think i'm trying to see how i did it in the old theme or in the in the theme that's currently up there and I'm kind of looking at the code I'm like oh you know what I think that there's a better way to do that just like there's WP list pages there's another function let's just kind of copy it and let's see what we get from it's called WP git archives I bet there's like a I'm totally guessing here limit one wonder if that will show them uh, that's listing the uh, the month archive let's try post by post I think that's one of the things ah, okay so that listed all of the things long time that's the one we're looking for type post by post and limit equals one So that's a way that we can get one post, the most recent post. That worked out fine. I'm just noticing this right now, not to run off on another tangent here, but if I click this, it will go to this blog entry, although that page is screwed up, so we're going to have to look into that. <laughs> Good thing we did click it. But the, the permalinks aren't quite right. I think uh, that's this is just going to settings under... Uh, uh, in the WordPress back end here and just kind of pick a better looking... Uh, structure and just hit save changes and hopefully you should update your okay so this wasn't uh our htaccess file wasn't writable if i just grab this code 
go out to the web and at the root, it's not even there. If we make a new file, we'll call it htaccess. This is how permalinks work. And we paste that in there and hit save. Now, if we reload this page, oh, that's the, we don't need that anymore. We don't need that anymore. We don't need that anymore. If we reload this, now click on long time. You see the URL down there, but the URL is a lot nicer to deal with now. So why does this look all screwed up like this? It's because, remember, we have this main content div that wraps this stuff. Well, when you click on an individual blog post, that's now the single.php file, which we have not yet touched, right? So the only big difference here is that it has this, and then it has this closing div and I notice here that it does not have git sidebar so what happens if we reload this well this is gonna look about right but it's not gonna have a sidebar I think it should have a sidebar because it's pretty much the same thing we'll just grab this git sidebar function and some of these things just gonna start closing stuff out and start fresh so we'll drop it in there I'll reload. And there it is. Okay, so where were we? We gotta still deal with this. This isn't quite right yet. I'm not sure what we're gonna do there. Um, I notice if you click this, you can't go home yet, so that's a problem. How are we gonna deal with that? Well, we'll just wrap it in, and uh, remember that was in the footer? We can just wrap that image in a link that goes home. A slash is just, you know, go to the root directory. So if we do that, let's see if that causes any problems. No, I mean, it doesn't have a rollover effect, of course, but, you know, it still works. It takes us home. So that's cool. Um, all right, let's deal with this sidebar thing. The problem here is that we want a date, and we don't necessarily want it to be a list item. And I'm not sure if um, the WP or get archives thing is going to work for us. There's a way, you know, basically one way we can do this is just run a custom loop and 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 and, and loop through the things here. I kind of cheated and looked over at how I wrote this in the other theme and what I did was I'm copying and pasting this has gone on for a long time, hasn't it? Paste. Mm, I forgot one of the most important line, though, is that we're going to use a, a new query posts. So this is a very powerful WordPress function that you can pass a, all kinds of parameters to that does a new query on current posts, and then we can run our own loop again. Now, this should trigger like, oh, that looks like a loop. Uh -huh. Because, like, look on index.php, here's a loop. Whatever. Loops are pretty vital to the WordPress world. We're going to do a new loop. But because this is in the sidebar, this this code is after this code. It's not going to interfere with the first loop. And even if it were before, there's a way to fix it. But we just know that we don't really need to worry about it too much. We're going to start a new loop. Uh, and we're going to show post one is just going to grab the most recent post and go through that again and have an h2 tag that lists the title and the date and and it's going to use the excerpt function or whatever so now if we reload this uh, where's our little blog title we're going to need that right um, 
Yes. We'll get rid of this for now. This is some fancy stuff I added on the real theme. Okay, now we'll reload. And it's going to show... Excellent, it's going to show. And we'll get rid of this Twitter junk too, because we're not quite ready to deal with that yet. It shows the title and the name and all this stuff. So our typography isn't quite right, but what we have going on is perfect. We have the title of the blog post, we have the date, we have an excerpt of, of the beginning of the blog post. So we're pretty much there. We've pretty much created this theme, haven't we? Let's take a look, you know, kind of through our index.php file one more time. Make sure that we've kind of covered all our bases. Remember, we did in the, our original design, we did have that Twitter thing, and the real live design, we indeed do have that uh, Twitter thing. But essentially, we have covered all our bases. We have covered what our CSS conversion was. So, just to recap a little bit, this was the final HTML file. We just kind of uh, we had a blank WordPress theme. And then we started looking at the different pieces of the WordPress theme and, and putting in the parts where they needed to go. Like, here's the header and the doc type. That went into the header.php file. All this stuff down here went into the footer.php file. The sidebar went into the sidebar.php file. A lot of this content comes from uh, the little function, uh, the content. So this, this function right here is what will grab the content from the page itself from within WordPress. So that's all the editable stuff from WordPress. And, and then the rest, and then some of this, just a few of these markup things actually live uh, here in the individual template files themselves. So we picked this thing apart and put the proper pieces where they needed to be in order to get this thing done. And we kept all as much of the stuff dynamic as that we could, you know. We didn't hard link jQuery because if a plugin comes along down the road and needs to use jQuery, it's going to load its own copy of it. Uh, but it's not going to do that now because we dynamically loaded it in a way that lets WordPress know that it is loaded so that a new plugin that comes along that also uses jQuery won't load its own one. It'll just use the copy that we already have loaded. So dynamic, smart stuff like that we're sticking around. Our navigation, it's not hard-coded like this. It's dynamic. It comes from... Uh, building and publishing pages from the back end of WordPress. And all of our content e exists, all of this important stuff like the biography, all this important text uh, lives in the back end of WordPress under, under pages, if you go under biography. This is Kylan's biography right here in HTML. So if he wants to come in here and be like, oh, that's not really what happened, or there's a typo or something, you can make the changes in here. Hit update page. This all happens through the web, of course. That's the beauty and power of using WordPress. And those changes will go live right on his website. It has the current navigation highlighting. You know, we could link this page right up to his merchandise page. And so, you know, just a beautiful way to, to power a website. Um, I just feel like we're dragging on a little too long and the typography isn't quite right here. This, that's all just aesthetic stuff. We can just hop in the, the CSS file and change this to, to look more appropriate. I notice these titles aren't, aren't quite what we mocked up and all that stuff. Just little CSS stuff, not a big deal of, of things to fix. Um, I would go into it, but like I said, we're going on a little too long. If you just go to the real KylanYoung.com, you'll recognize the design. It's pretty much the exact same thing, only all these little things have been kind of worked out. Things are linked up properly. Uh, uh, titles are looking correct. The, t the typography is nicer. 
we have the the Twitter thing going on uh, down here that currently loads his his Twitter latest tweet and stuff like that so you know if you want to come check out the real website just go to kylinyoung.com and this is where this is where all the action is actually happening so hopefully that was kind of made sense you know how to kind of convert an already existing html css thing into wordpress uh um that's about it uh i know you probably probably like i wish you would show us the twitter code well i you know i'll get to that (laughs) you know we'll do a post on that at some point but isn't this nice? I still kind of like visiting. I know not everybody was kind of enamored with this design, but I think it's actually quite nice. I like the typography. You see how it selects in black like that? We should, we could look. Let's firebug and look at that. Just while we're screwing around. There's two little things that you need to do to change the text selection color. Well, it's only showing us one Moz text selection, and the background color is black, and the and this color is white. It should say there should just be one that um, doesn't say Moz, just says selection. It's weird that it's not showing it here. It must be because we're in Firefox. It just doesn't see the other one. But you put those two things in there, and you can Google around or go to CSS tricks and and and, and look up in the snippets area. Uh, text selection color and that's how we get this nice instead of the blue which would have been just like totally unreadable which look at I bet if we go to this page and select text it'll be that blue color isn't that gnarly I think you, you can barely read it so that's you know when I was playing around with creating the real theme I thought we'd change that to this nice black color and and things are properly styled and colored correctly and the photos use nice plugins so we didn't really get to the plugins thing but this is one of the plugins we were going to use is this gallery which just is really easy to manage right from the wordpress area it just pops open things we're going to add a plugin that's good for seo we're going to add a plugin that's good for uh, 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 building uh, uh, site maps in the back and just kind of smart plugins ones that make notification emails from WordPress smarter that's when you can find in we're gonna have this already in here dig plugins uh, whatever if you go to digging into WordPress and look through our archives in the plugins category I did a post not too long ago of WordPress plugins that are useful for any site and just go through XML sitemaps and the art direction plugin, clean notifications, the feed burner one. So I didn't do that. I didn't show that during the screencast, but I just have this pile of them. I have locally on my computer that I just drag into every WordPress I install because it deals with a lot of the functionality so much easier uh, that way. So, okay, I'm dragging off the ending here, but hopefully that's good enough. Converting a WordPress template. Come visit me on css-tricks.com next week. Back to something else, not this series. few things planned. See you later. Bye.